Oh, you're okay. I watched that up. I, I watched that episode. Do you know that episode? I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, I'm talking. Okay, never mind. Then. Never mind. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Ryan. And I'm Steven. This is 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar, buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, podcast. 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 This first ad was sent podcast. to us. Podcast. Podcast. This first ad was sent to us by Michael White. Hmm. And I don't think we have a price for it. I wasn't able to find a price uh, and the, the listing was over. So. A heavily modded Gretsch. G5220, I turned into Zach Wilde's Cream Bullseye Les Paul, super rare flamed mahogany neck. Pickups, oh man, hold on. <laughs> oh, how disappointing, Steve. <laughs> Pickups were professionally installed in our Bill Lawrence L500XLs and 500Rs, Gold Gibson TP6 tailpiece, and locking Planet Waves tuners. Zach Allen. Joined Facebook in 2015. This was in Dallas, Texas. We do not have a price. I like this because Zach Wild guitars have the coolest finish from a signature artist that I really don't care about at all. And every time I see a bullseye anything, I'm like, I love the look of that. But then, like, does it have to be a Zach Wild guitar? And this is veering into that, like, Maybe anything could have that bullseye on it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about Zach Wild. It can just be like, oh, that bullseye graphic is really cool. I feel like the it's only the Zach Wild if it's this like aged aged cream, maybe. Bullseye. And if it's just like a any other bullseye, then it's not. I mean, the kill switch kind. Of, I think doesn't Zach Wild use a kill switch? I think that kind of pushes it into Zach Wild stuff too. That the flame on the neck is pretty. That, that was a good choice, removing paint from the back of the neck. I Zach like the look of that. Weidel. I like this. Can't spell. I don't know how much they want for it. I'm assuming that's an electromatic Gretsch, or do you think it's a, uh, a Gretsch The Gretsch? 5 Series is electromatic. Okay, so the, like this thing should probably be in the 300s, 400s, right? Um, well, let's find out. Gretsch. G5220, right? I mean, he's probably going to want to... Brand new, this is a $600 guitar. Right, right. He's, he's so probably... So, yeah, like 400 He's thinking he's going to upsell it, probably. We don't have a price, so we're just, yeah. you know, spitballing here. That he thinks he's going to upsell it on his pickup upgrades and the finishing thing and stuff like that, and the hardware upgrades. Uh, those, those aren't going to count for a whole lot on the used market because this is such a unique kind of take on this guitar. People yeah. are just going to pay... They're going to want to pay the base model. You might be able to get that price in Dallas, but try yeah. that in a small town. Try you know, Yeah. You know what? Give it a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot in a small town is <laughs> the follow-up to that song. There's a lot of inconsistent inconsistencies with the way that I pronounce inconsistencies. Uh, <laughs> but with the bullseye itself, I don't know if it's intentional, but it seems to be asymmetrical uh, as the stripes, the, the black stripes, which were the ones that were added, yeah. get near the butt end. They get wider, uh, and the white stripes get a little bit more narrow. And then the black stripe up where the, uh, the upper horn bout area is, the forward bout, uh, the black stripes get thinner, and the white stripes get a little bit wider. You don't wider. think this was originally black sparkle? It, it might have been. I think it was originally black. Okay, sparkle. it was originally black sparkle then, but or this is this is the old conversation. Does a zebra have black stripes or white no, stripes? No, but the headstock you know? looks like it's sure, sure. black sparkle. You're probably right. Uh, the finishing on it, those stripes, they do look a little rough. You can see the edges of, of where the tape pulled and stuff. Yeah. The masking wasn't perfect on this. I would have been shocked if they had made it perfect. Oh, I just assumed that this is vinyl tape. It's possible. It could be a vinyl finish. Because it the way it like chips and like 
I that it, could it looks be, like there's little tears in it here and there that make me think of vinyl tape. That could just be a bad spray job, or it could be vinyl tape. You're totally right. That's totally a possibility. In which case, it would be easy to remove this if you didn't want that. Yeah. There's some sort of uh, black tape thing going on on the neck pickup. Not sure what that is about. It could just be where where they like to uh, wedge picks into, like a, mm. a pick holding thing. Or it could be there's something broken there. I don't know. You know what else it could be? What could it be, Steve? I heard about this the other day. Oh. Um, Drop the knowledge on me. It could be that the the neck pickup is, like, too high. Um, Appar- apparently putting tape over one side of the, like, that bottom edge of the pickup is, like, a, a, finger old, saver. Is a metal trick where uh, s- sometimes, like, if you're strumming really hard and playing up high that high E string would get stuck under the pickup. Ah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. Huh, interesting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's broken. I think it's attractive. If I was shopping Electromatics and this came up local and the price was fair, I actually think I might consider this. Yeah. Because even if I took off that, if that, that is vinyl tape, even if I took that off, who doesn't love a kill switch? And secondly, I think the the raw back of the neck mod that they did looks great too. Yeah, Ryan, just riff. Just want me to riff? What am I gonna say? It was, Steve is disappearing on me. So I, <laughs> where is he going? What does he got to do? Maybe he's got a poop or something like that. <laughs> I have been wanting a Gretsch in my life, but have been feeling. I've been feeling indecisive about it because I, I shot out a bunch of Gretches at Sweetwater a couple of years when I was there and the electro, the solid body electromatics, they connected with me. Like, obviously I, I'm a solid body guy, but I feel like if I'm going to get a Gretch, I should get some sort of semi hollow, at least if not full hollow to get that full Gretch experience. But I don't really need to do that. Did you have like, have to like blow snot? Yeah, or something? I went to blow my nose after I ah. sneezed earlier. It just kept running and it's mm. probably going to come back. But gotcha. We'll see. You want to go get a box of tissues or something? No, I just roll of paper. There's a roll of paper towels up there. No, we'll we'll see. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> All right, I was just riffing on Gretsch. Uh, so what do you what do you think, Steve? Fair price for this if if you were going to be interested in it. Four fifty. That feels. A little, I feel like I would lowball down to like three seventy five and you see what happens. Fair price, not what I was. Like, oh, okay. Where right. am I interested at this? Three hundred. But all right. That's you. Uh, I think 450 is what I would expect to see this listed for. The 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 finish may there's a 50-50 chance it's reversible easily if it is a vinyl wrap. You've got a black sparkle under there that looks attractive. The fact that the back of the headstock is that same off yellow though makes me wonder oh. if it's not paint. If they had done a yeah. or it could be wrapped vinyl again, but I don't look at the holes in it. I don't think it is. Dang, maybe the black sparkle right. is the vinyl. There's definitely a uh, a bump in between the two because you can see it on the reflection there. But yeah. um, it's hard to tell. No, I think I think you're right. The black was the original because look at the the cream over the edges on that. It's just trimmed away. On, yeah, the, on, on the on the, on the where yeah. it would be kind of binding ish. Yeah. Interesting that there is that creamish color on the back of the headstock, though. It's a little extra detail they gave to it. I don't know. I, I feel like in, starting in the 300s is is a good place to start with this. I, I was skewing towards 375. Steve says 300 even. I feel like those are solid beginning offers on this. As far as we know, this person listed it for 900 because they're a lunatic. Yeah. You know, like, or maybe. I mean, I guess, like, they did the kill. Like, you're right. They did the kill. Switch. Or they listed like, it for 200 and it's gone. They did a little bit of. They did a little bit of like not everyone's, extra work. Not not everyone's going to want the kill switch, but I do. I would consider that uh, an upgrade for myself. The hardware it looks attractive. Not not everyone is going to want that, so it's not something you can really upcharge for. But it's a side grade, you know. I don't know. I think it's cool, and it makes me want it. It's, I got to find something to put a bullseye on because I like that look yeah. a lot. And yeah. I, people will be like, "Oh, Zach Wild fan," and I'll be like. No, I just like bullseye. I like circles, okay? Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. All right, what next, Steve? I'm sorry. I'm still looking for a black sparkle. So I haven't, I've seen just jet in black, but not sparkle. We don't need I don't want to be wrong. 
They've made so many different finishes I over know. the year. I know. Over the year, over the many years that yeah. they've made this, and they've made very many sparkles. Gold sparkle, red-ish sparkle, blue sparkle, cherry metallic. You want to tell me how many different ways there are to prepare shrimp next? Uh, I don't really know the answer to that, but you know who might? Who? The folks who support us over on Patreon. That's right, Steve. Uh, if you want to help support the making of this terrible program where sometimes a host gets a runny nose, but he refuses to, like, stop recording to go take care of it because he has to drive home at some point tonight. <laughs> and also, he can't forget that he'll put an energy drink in the fridge because he's going to want that for his drive home. You're going to need that energy drink. And you can head on over to patreon.com slash 60 Cycle Homecast. You don't even have to put that link into your browser. You can just click the link below. down below in the description. That's, That's right. Steve works so hard on those descriptions, and he does it for you, the viewer, and you, the potential <laughs> Patreon. And for you, who's never going to support us on Patreon? Yeah, so go go check it out. Um, it helps support the show right right now. Um, Ryan, did you order that thing for the Patreon sponsored video? Did you already you ordered it, right? Do you? Have oh yeah, it? yeah, it's in the other room. Do you have it? It's in the other it's room. It's probably going to be published by now. Is it in the box still? It's in a box right now. I just haven't looked. Yeah, it's, it's well, I it's in the box. I haven't seeing. opened it. I'm hoping to film it next week. But you will see from time to time. Patreon now moving. You know, now that we are where we're at. Uh, we uh, ha- and have some stability. We have a little we're doing bit of Patreon-sponsored content. We're in the black a little bit. We are we're enough there. I can buy a, a two hundred dollar pedal or a guitar here and there, yeah. and be like, the Patreons funded this. It is completely independent. the The brands are not telling me what to say. They never do, anyways. But you can rest assured that there's no influence going on because the Patreons paid for it, and I'm making a demo. And Just if, if you without paying myself, but the you, product is covered. If you want to, uh, if you want to tell Ryan what to do, mm-hmm. that's the perfect way. Join the Patreon. If you want to tell me what to do, and, try being my mom, huh? Have you thought about that? All right. Anyway, my mom doesn't just, tell me what just to do. Go, uh, just go do it. It's it's not worth it, but it's a nice thing to do. This content's free. If you want to just watch it, that's cool. If you want to give a buck or five bucks or whatever. And it's like monthly. We're not charging a, like, have you ever, we're not going to charge you $5 a day. Have you ever thought that like, if like people always say like, Oh, it's just like a cup of like $5. It's like a cup of coffee a month or whatever. But like, really like if you join at the $5 level, you're basically paying a dollar 25 per podcast. That's very cheap. Like, it's, it's you cheap kidding? entertainment. You're stealing. But it's also, fr- it's also free. This content's Imagine, not going to disappear. Okay, think about this. You go to your favorite local fast food, fast casual sort of mm-hmm, place, maybe mm-hmm, a coffee mm-hmm. shop, a juice place or whatever, and you'd run your card, and it's like, oh, you want to do an optional tip? You could do a tip right now, 5%, 15%, 25%, and you're like, well, you know what? This person talked to me and took my order, so I'm going to give them six bucks. Wow. Baller. We sit here and we talk to you for four hours, maybe five hours a like month. The, I feel like this Patreon spot's getting gross now. Five uh, hours a month we talk to you. Oh, yeah, Ryan. And you and you, t- you tip the person at, at the at the, the chicken sandwich I, okay, place yeah. six dollars for your I, ten dollars sandwich. I, I hear you, Ryan. I hear you, Ryan. Uh but this episode's also brought to you by Pickup Music. Yeah, that was really gross. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this is the our last episode of September, which means when this episode drops, you have about six more days to sign up for the pickup music. Ibanez AZES 40 giveaway. All you have to do is sign up for a 14 day free trial at pickup music. Uh, you can cancel before the end of the 14 days and it's just a free trial. Go on there. There's a whole bunch of lessons. Ryan's been doing a whole bunch. I've been learning stuff. I've been kind of like gapping in my brain. I've just been like really hectic with work, so I haven't been able to play guitar, do my lessons, which is really unfortunate. But they will still be there when I when I have the time to go back. I've been having the, this thought. Yeah. Would it be immoral for me to learn a bunch of stuff from a lesson site like Pickup Music and then eventually when I've accumulated all this knowledge, come up with my own lessons and sell them? Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'd never get around to it, but like I'm learning all the stuff and then I could teach the stuff. 
I think if they were like lesson for lesson, the answer is oh, yes. obviously. I'm not going to. I'm not going to copy their work. Yeah, if you're doing your own take, I mean that's ultimately what every that's what everyone does, right? Is, right. So you know what? You go take lessons from pickup music, and you'll get good enough that you can start a business giving lessons. Or it's you, an investment it, in it's your an future. Investment in yourself. Yeah. Just go go check it out. That feels gross too. Why are you? Am I gross you today? Gross things. Sorry, man. I didn't know it was this that is a gross. sponsor spot. This is the last time they're ever going to sponsor the show. Probably that's not true. No, we love you. pickup music, and I hope they love us. Yeah, go check them out. We're like seriously, go sign up. Uh, do some lessons. I I really enjoy them. I'm actually like every time it gets to like nine o'clock, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't. I probably should just find like I should probably just plug my guitar into my interface. I have a freaking Volt Two on my desk, so I could do it all silent. That's what I should be doing. I gave you that headphone plug thing. Yeah, but then I can't listen to the lesson. Yeah, you can. It's Bluetooth. You do it on your phone. That's what I've been doing. But how do I listen to the lesson? You watch, watch the, the lesson on through your the phone. plug because Bluetooth connects to your phone. The Bluetooth connects to my phone, but then how do I listen to the, I listen to the guitar through my phone because you're using the guitar plug. The guitar plug connects to Bluetooth on your phone. So you can listen to the guitar and your phone. Oh, but I do the lessons on the computer, but you can do it on your phone. Okay. That's a good point. Right. Or I could just plug into the interface on my desk. I Either do it. Those I do it work. sitting on the couch while my family's watching oh, TV at night. Cool. You know, you're way smarter than me at this. Go check out pickup music. He almost completed the sentence. You're way smarter than me at something. I said at this. Oh, at this. Okay. Uh, at this. I'm, I'm smarter than I'm not Steve good at, at like, I'm not a smartphone. I, I really don't. I'm not a smart user of smartphones. <laughs> this episode. I don't feel like I am either, but it's like a basic feature. Brought to you. Is this the episode where I bust these balls the whole time? Chase Bliss. That's right, Steve. We've got the trifecta of loopy, granular, nasty, gnarly, creative, knobsy pedals here from yeah, Chase Bliss. It's a blooper, it's a mood, and it's a habit. Yeah. Uh, They're all friends. They love to hang out. They're Easter buddies. Um, they've been supporting the show for a very long time. Dude, so long. I don't know why. I can't but think of a time where Chase Bliss wasn't supporting us. Yeah. And you can thank them by supporting them back by buying yourself a nice little Christmas present, birthday present, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up. So when you're exchanging Thanksgiving gifts with your friends and family, keep Chase Bliss in mind. They'll be extra thankful. And when you buy, just say, I, uh, 60 cycle hum sent me. Mm -hmm. Just put that in the comments. That's yeah. it. Go to chasebliss.com. I don't know why I'm holding it like this. Check out these pedals, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look how good the graphics are on this pedal. <laughs> wow, right. these graphics are insane. Uh, this next ad was sent by... Uh, you guys know that actual Guitar Gear sponsors keep us from doing like weird mobile video game sponsorships that probably would pay better? For now. The For audio, now. That might change on the audio side. We'll see. Ah, okay. Uh, this was sent by Nicholas Del Delano. Uh, he says, or he doesn't say this. The listing says, Blazin sounds great, super cool, and hard to find guitar from Greco with a very interesting locking tremolo. Very fast and shreddy guitar. Pickup sounds fantastic. Show some light cosmetic wear, not most notably with the chip in the finish by the neck pocket as shown. Otherwise, just small scratches and other blemish light blemishes. Overall, in great shape for its age. Guitar is all original. Frets are in great shape. It's a Greco Tusk GT55 from 1984. It's a Japanese Greco. And that's basically everything there is to say about Oh, it's a pointy. This is an inc this is an incredible shape for being 1984. It to the really point is. where, like, I wonder, like, is it unplayable? How come no one's played it? How, how come it is in such great shape? Like, is there something wrong with it? Does it not intonate or something? Like it it is so clean looking. It, it looks okay, brand it new strings, almost. It strings backwards. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, well it's 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 No, it strings normal-ish. I don't understand what's going on with the headstock because it's it, it that that is a big question for me. It has these three big knobs on the headstock where the strings go in. And I'm not and then they they're they're they go in through the back 
and there's some sort of way for them to be fastened around the back of the headstock. Are they just tied around there? They're, I think they're just, t- so I think they're mounted on the back of the headstock. Oh, I in see. The, in the same way like that you would do a light switch. Right. right. It's, like, a, it's a screw tip that clamps down on them. And then the top of it is also a screw Weird. that clamps down. So you have like a, and so that gives you your locking, your lock. Functionally, this is a double locking system. Then that is your locking nut. It's a locking. Right, right. Because it's the locking bridge nut. If It's because the. I love that headstock shape. Oh, like, that point. That's a really clean point. For a headless guitar, it's got a great yeah. headstock. And then, uh, and then at your. The bridge at, is at the wild. Side, the bridge uh, is kind of like a, a, a hybrid in between a strap bridge and one of the modern bridges you'd see on a headless guitar. Like it's, it's wild to see a 40 year old version of that. Uh, you tune it from the bridge sort of design that is so common these days on, on your shredder, modern high performance guitars. This is so weird. Okay. I'm also pro- the gig bag looks like a weird dog fits inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> the gig bag definitely looks weird. The body of this guitar is nuts. Do we have a close up of the bridge? I mean, Not the, really. the body is nuts. And it's the last thing we're talking about. I like the body. I think that's a really fun metal shape. Yeah. Like, I think that's really, so these, these are, cool. these are fine tuners, right? No, those are the tuners. That is where all the tuning happens, Steve. Well, I don't think you're not doing any tuning on the headstock, but I don't think it's where all the tuning happens. Where does the rest of the tuning happen? I think you, you've got to be able to turn these at the headstock somehow. I don't think that I because don't think otherwise you don't get the strings tight enough. Like in a double locking system, you have to have tension on the, you have to bring it basically up to pitch and then you put your lock in place. And then you fine tune after your lock is in place, right? I've never owned a double locking system. So if I'm wrong, this is way different than a double locking. system. This is way different from a standard. I, I know, but I'm saying like, I, I don't think there's enough play at the bridge that if you weren't, I think like, you have to be somewhat intentional about how, how if tight you, you weren't already like strings. a, like within like say a whole tone. I don't think you can move. You probably have to be even within like a half well, tone. Maybe there is some sort of uh, tightening element at the nut, but I think I I don't think there's a lot. I think it's I think most of it is at the bridge because this that's exactly how the new modern tuners are for headless guitars, with that about that much play. Like really, yeah. That's that's how that's how they function. Okay, and you, maybe you have to super loosen it when you first install the string or whatever. But that those those fine tuners don't affect the the uh, intonation at all because the saddle is stationary. Like none of that is the saddle. Right. That's just the tuner. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe you just pull them tight and you're good to go. You loosen them up when you put a new string on and then you pull them tight. Wild. Yeah. That's wild. I, I remember the price on this being really decent. Where is it? Did I, Oh, I, I hope I. It's the it's seven hundred dollars plus shipping. I think this so looks it's like seven fifty. I think this looks really sharp for seven fifty. Yeah, I think this. And is it's a, got a gig bag that looks like a, a weird dog could fit in this it. This is a bye bye bye. You know what the that gig bag looks like? The dog that was in Doctor Who, like seventies Doctor Who. Right, right. It also looks like the K nine was that the name of the do- robot dog. It kind of looks like uh, Gumby's pet dinosaur or friend dinosaur. I no, I think it was a pet. I can't, I can't really I don't remember what figure that, out what the relationship, called. apparently. Not Pokey. Pokey's, Pokey's the, horse. the horse. Those are the only... It kind of looks like Dino from, from Flintstones. Yeah. It has a dinosaur element to it, which is compelling to me. What about Dino, the last dinosaur? Uh, the cartoon from Wait, the is that called? Is that what that was called? Yeah, I think so. The, the skateboarding dinosaur yeah. in the 80s? Yeah. After I said that, I was like, wait, was that dinosaur's name Kevin? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Kevin the dinosaur. It's a good dinosaur. I don't know. I, I feel like with without knowing how it plays, it looks so sharp and attractive. I feel like that price is decent. Uh, but maybe it looks so beautiful and so untouched because it sucks. It only weighs 6 pounds, 10 0.6 ounces so it's also super light it's super light 
I don't know. What do you guys think? Audience people, let us know. Is that a bye-bye-bye or a bye-bye-bye? I wonder if, like, if a, well, no, if a string breaks, it should stay. Yeah, if the if the bridge is resting on the stable. body, it should be just fine if a string breaks. I think it's a bye-bye-bye. It definitely looks cool. Like, someone out there is a Greco collector, and they're going to want this just yeah. because they're a Greco fan. And like I said, like, it's... 690 what i say 690 plus shipping so which is a very reasonable price 695 plus 70 dollars shipping so about 760 bucks maybe these suck bucks. maybe it's awful but it looks so sharp mm-hmm. it look it's very cyberpunky you know yeah put on some weird like cyberpunk sunglasses you could and go like, so many directions with this. You could pop your collar and yeah, go to Shred Town. You could do. You could get this for your Devo cover band. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love looking at it. I love knowing that it exists. Yeah. What next, Steve? This episode is going. What's by next, quick. Ryan? What is new, man? What is new? That is a good question. This is new. Oh, that's more like male new. This is but male new. Let's do some male yeah, new. Yeah, don't, don't flash the front of it. I don't want them to see my address because it got shipped to my home. Oh, fail. I'll cut it open. It, it doesn't it have a pull tab here? It does, but it's like I, I couldn't cut it. Never cut towards yourself, guys. Cut towards me. <laughs> I will I will catch the blade for you. So this is a album, obviously, that was sent by a band that Dinosaur Ghost got to play with at that Surf and Sundays thing. It is Cordage. This is that band I was talking about that has the tubular bells. There's the big tubular bells back there. You can see how big they are next to that... <laughs> A big fender oh, stack. Wow. Oh, and oh, in that yeah. photo too. This looks. This appears to be a seven-inch, a seven-inch single, maybe. I love this. P- possibly single. So they do kind of like this cinematic, like uh, kind of like Western soundtracky take on surf music that is is really really fun. Yeah, are there only two people in this band? Three people, including the drummer. Okay. And they sent a shirt as well. Do you have a record player, Steve? I don't. Oh. I keep saying I'm going to buy one, but I have Oh, this shirt is great. Yeah, look at that. I love that. Oh, wow. You're going you're gonna to see me wear it. I, I'm going to wear it right you're now. Gonna, you're going to wear it right now. Here comes my nipples. Oh, gross. Oh, this, is getting, this is getting screenshot. This is going on to all kinds of websites. This is going on the dark web. Someone's going to try to human traffic you now. Unbelievable. Don't joke about human trafficking, Steve. I'm not you were saying joking. That, you were saying that I was being gross. That's gross. It's not laughing. Hey, human did you, trafficking. Did you watch, uh, did you watch Sound but Seriously, Free though, if, if, if you guys think that I have a future in OnlyFans, private message me and we'll work something out. <laughs> you got to put your feet up on the table. There I am. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Barefoot right now. Oh, come Here we go. On. How many Patreons don't will this sh- get? Don't show the money makers. Oh, 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 oh. That's just a taste. Oh, Hit me this up. This is embarrassing. Hit me up. I'll start an OnlyFans just for you. You got, you got anything else new? <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Because every uh, the, the, the trouble is that, like, Second whenever, I get, always whenever I get new stuff, I just make a demo channel about it. So... I mean, I'm a demo, demo video about yeah, right, it. Right, right, right. You know, like I show you guys all my new stuff. So what else? What do I have to say? You know, like I've been, I've been enjoying playing the St. Vincent with, uh, with, uh, 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 Vulture, Vulture Shock. Shock. <laughs> Our brains are not working right now. It's late at night with Vulture Shock a lot. It's a great mm-hmm. guitar. I've been loving the St. Vincent so much. Maybe I should do the Zach Wild Bullseye on that guitar. 
It's not. It's in. It's in the case. Oh, it's not. It's not even in this room right now because oh. I've, I've got it in the case to go to practice. Uh, I love that thing. It's fantastic, and I've been using that 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 Dumble uh, Grand amplifier that mm-hmm. that Jeff sent. Mm. Oh, it sounds excellent. Is that with the band? Is it hundred watts? It's a hundred watts, Steve. And man, does it feel like it? I I keep it down at like one and a half on the master dial. Like it is a loud amplifier. Here's a here's a question. Maybe this is a what's new. Mm-hmm. Are we ready? This is episode 496. Do we want to talk about potential 500th episode ideas? Well, a, a live stream sounded like the most viable idea. A live stream point. would be viable. We could do something like uh, maybe a little off schedule. We do it from home. Maybe either. I am doing it from home. You are doing it from home, but I'm saying like sure, sure. we could live stream on like an off day. It could be like a Saturday evening or something. Um, we could we could uh, do various things involving in terms of you know substances that because I have to drive a long distance, I would not do substances. Steve, you know, are like you talking beverages, doing a drunk episode? Beverages, uh, other types of substances, multivitamins, legal substances, melatonin, melatonin, melatonin. Yeah. Benadryl, Benadryl, Sudafed. Benadryl's probably no, yeah, that's less funny, huh? This is a dark episode we're in a mood apparently i don't know no, man. I, I think a live stream sounds like a fun thing to do do we want to try to do a hang a per, in-person an hang in-person hang maybe we could do As something part of it that maybe might be separate like just a hang i have the idea that maybe you and i could like just like advertise it for for locals if they want to hang out with us like we could meet up at a brewery or a restaurant or a yeah. bar. Or something is travel like that. hard? Is that a thing people would be interested you know, in? Is it, a midpoint hang? This is the place to and, and the time to ask. If you're local, I don't want anyone to, to travel far because it wouldn't be worth it to yeah. meet us. Like like if you're local and you're like a, a half hour drive within San Diego, Southern California area, would you want to hang out with us on like? a Saturday or something like that. Like if we went to, I, I don't know, like stone brewery and like, yeah, Escondido, Escondido, or we could even go downtown or something like that. Like you just pick a public place to hang out. Would you guys want to meet up and just have a hang to celebrate 500? You could buy us a drink until we start refusing drinks. Cause we can only drink so many drinks. Let us know in the comment section. Let's try to get a head count. How about that head count? Maybe if there's interest and if there's not, that's cool too. I, what's our minimum? I don't know. Like if we, if, if like, I feel like 10 people feels good. If 10 people want to do it, we'll do it. <laughs> okay. Does All that right. sound good? Sounds good. If 10 people want to hang out with us on a Saturday to celebrate our 500th episode, we will make it happen. But you have to commit. We don't want to show up and be alone. Steve has to drive a long way. That's true. And I wouldn't be driving short distance either. And we don't want to hang out with just each other. Not without microphones. <laughs> Somebody in in one of the topics asked if we were friends, and I just wanted to. In one of the topic calls, I was like, "Are you are you and Steve friends?" And I just wanted to reply, "No." <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't do this if we weren't. Friends. No, I know. I wouldn't do it with someone that I wasn't friends with. We're I don't know friends. how people do podcasts with people that they don't know. I mean, I guess like if there's you not interact, enough money in it, if you interact with people live. Like, or you interact with people online enough, like you, you feel out the vibe, but like I, I can, I can understand why, uh, uh, what was it? Adam and Jamie from Mythbusters. They famously are not friends and they right. don't hang out with each other. They don't really care about each other. I can understand the relationship because they were on a, a show that was doing great as a killer concept mm-hmm. and they're very entertaining together. I think they're also very like, they were an odd, like they were an odd couple. Right. And they, they were making great money doing that together. Yeah. Podcasters that don't like each other, I cannot <laughs> imagine it working out. Because for the, like, uh, like almost a 1,000% of podcasters, there's almost no money involved. It's yeah. not worth it. The, the, it. the effort is for the love of it. Like, I mean, we, like we make so a little bit, but it's, it's, it, even that wouldn't be worth even it. Even the ones where there's money involved, like, I always wonder, like, how, and I'm sure if I went back far enough, I, I, I could probably go to the beginning of the catalog and they talk about it 
but like how did um the flop like how did the flop house guys meet were they just all like new york comedians i think so i think they were all or like one of them already. one of them is a two of them i guess are comedians and one of them owns a bar is that the combination for how to start a podcast in new york in 2014 i don't know yeah. Did, did they start in 2014? I don't know. Maybe. Seems like we all started around that time because we but, uh, everyone, all all the middle-aged men started podcasts around the same yeah, time. that's true. Yeah. But 500 episodes is a lot. Yeah. It's kind of a- It's almost too it's much. It's kind of a dumb number. <laughs> it's, it's- It almost feels uh, like we should have accomplished more by now. It's four months. No. Don't, don't make it real. It's, yeah- <clears throat> We'll talk it's about five, all that when five, we do. It's five months short of like 10 years. Holy hell. That doesn't make sense. No, because it's, it's two extra. Let's talk about yeah, all this when we actually whatever. do the, 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 the 10 year. Anyway, uh, 500 episodes. 500 guys, episodes. I, I think we're, I kind of feel like we should just do a dumb live stream. Let's just do a dumb like, live just stream. Do a dumb live stream. It's going to be so stupid, but it'll be fun. I think the hanging out is just hard. Cause I got to travel so much. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's the thing? We can't do it on a Monday. Unless you can. Can you do can you do a a, a 500th episode on a Monday when we I normally pop do work from home on Mondays. So I could do a Monday night. We could do a Monday night or we, I could I mean if We could you, do a Monday night and then we republish we, we we the audio on or Tuesday. I could do a Sunday night and you could republish the audio on Monday. Cuz the video is already going to be there. We could do a Sunday night. So all you'd have to do is strip the, like download and strip the audio. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that in the morning yeah. after I sleep it off. Hmm. Want to do a Sunday night for the 500? Yeah. Let's shoot for a Sunday night at some point in the future. We got it figured out. Yeah. I have two beers in my house right now, so I'm, I'm already ready to go. <laughs> two beers, Steve. Two whole beers. That's a lot of beer. They're tall boys. You're only you're only one person. You're going to drink two tall they're boys? They're tall boys. All right. Let's and move they're on. They're like 6% each. Let's talk about other stuff now. Uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, the sponsor of this show, Stringjoy. <laughs> That's right. Crafted in bills. Nashville, Tennessee, played on stages worldwide. Uh, Stringjoy strings uh, are made by musicians for you. You know, there was a funny interaction I saw the other day where uh, somebody was trying to tell Blake Weiland how guitar strings work. <laughs> Blake Weiland, one of uh, the people uh, behind Stringjoy. Yeah, and uh, I just I laughed at that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, they're good guys who are over there. I've met four of their people. Well, like Scott. Uh, well, Blake, we've both known like forever. Yeah. Uh, Scott, we've kind of like gotten to know a bit more over the last couple of years. And then I got to meet a couple other people off of their team at the last NAMM. They're just a cool company. Great group cool of guys. Things. So go check them out. String Joy. Use our link below. And Use code HUM for 10% off. If you have ever used String Joy strings, whether you bought them because of us or for just randomly, mm -hmm. tell us in the comment section what you th thought about them. What do you think about them? Yeah. Like, you can be totally honest. You're a commenter. Say whatever you want. We're not going to delete your comment unless it crosses some serious lines that you shouldn't be crossing anyways. If you love them, if you hated them, if you felt like, oh, I don't know, tell us in the comments. I want to know what you guys think yeah. about this brand and the strings that I, they I make. literally, yeah, absolutely. Just, you know, whatever you tell want. Us. Just tell us. I literally approved a comment the other day that YouTube's flagged, and then I approved it. That was just basically saying how much of a effing dumbass you are oh uh, yeah well and it I, sounds I like proved it it sounds like those people know what they're talking yeah, about so my, my point being <laughs> that like basically basically there's only a there's only like a couple of categories that will get your comment removed right. from the channel and it doesn't really have to do with criticizing us at all like if you yeah. use certain language to criticize us and drag certain other, uh, drag really any other group into criticizing us, and we're going to be like, "Hey, what the hell? That's rude to that group." No, if we're you're going to make fun. We're of not going to be like, "Hey, what that?" We're just going to delete your comment, right? Like, if you're going to if you're going to make fun of us, make fun of us. Don't drag other people into it. Yeah, that's all that we ask. You know. All right, Ryan, you want to hit this topic? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. You screenshot it. I so did screenshot it. it. This was asked by Joshua Fraser, right? Joshua K. Fraser. 
What are your atmosphere expectations from a brick-and-mortar shop? Here are some that I have experienced. Creepy new best friend vibes. Chill coffee house vibes. What will it take for this guitar to leave with you today vibes and art gallery vibes? I, I've been thinking about this, and I think... You know what, you know what I don't think he, was, he put on there? What? Uh, look up from the counter. You're not important enough for me to talk to <laughs> vibes. Well, that's, that's like a dream experience for me because I'm like fairly antisocial. And I don't want anyone to talk to me until I'm ready to ask a question. It's weird when you're the only person in like a single unit guitar, like music store like kind of like a music central situation and you walk in there and you're the only one in there. And the person is like, Hey, uh, let me know if you need any help. And then they go back to whatever they're doing, but you're the only person in the store and everything that you're looking at is six feet away from them. It's, it's, yeah. I don't, I don't like, like that, that when it's too small yeah. and it's like, we're sharing this space together. Like I, yeah. I used to really like going to guitar trader because it's like, all the employees felt like burnt out roadies. Yeah. And they see you come in and they're like, Hey bro, let me know. And they don't even finish talking. <laughs> and, and, and it is a big space and you just kind of wander and you can do your yeah. own thing. And for me at guitar trader, the bass stuff was on the other, like basically on the opposite side basically. of the store from where all of the employees were. Yeah. So I just would go into, oh, go into my little corner by myself if it was possible to shoplift guitars guitar trader would have been a great place to do it because <laughs> there's all these little cubbies and places that were away from you still have stuff. to walk through the front door though right but that's what i'm saying like you can't i know people have tried it and there people are going to reference all the photos and memes of people with guitars stuffed down their pants and stuff mm -hmm. but like come on come on uh but what's Let's be a, realistic what are, here. what's uh what do you what what's a good vibe a vibe. That's a good vibe. I like, oh, you were going to say something. Was, or was well, the guitar trader thing the thing? If we're talking about vibe of the employees, then I've already said it all. Like, I, I want to be left alone. I want to explore mm -hmm. on my own. And then if I have a question or if I want to buy something, just be available. Don't make me wait too long. If you've got a line, you've got a line. But it's the worst when it's like, where are you? Are you ever going to help me? And I'm so sorry. <laughs> and uh you know just be available but don't initiate with me i'm clearly looking around on my own and i don't need someone to right. ask me if i've been helped or if i want to know about their 60-day financing or something like that like i'm i'm not interested in the hard sells like i'm mm -hmm. a musician musicians are bad at money i can do it just fine all on my own you right. know, I'm going to come in here and spend it if I see something that I like. There you go. Uh, as far as uh, I was thinking more of like atmosphere vibes, decoration vibes, mm -hmm. the build of the store and stuff like that. I'm kind of, and I guess we don't really have this a lot in San Diego, but the, the two nicest shops are, you know, Guitar Center, you have to mention it, but it's a great big box like right. well done up store have you okay yeah and then there's pitbull pitbull's really nice have inside. you been into sam ash i have been to sam ash it which is basically yeah well, it's i think a big box store. i think they're organized a little better than guitar center yeah you're probably right but i haven't been there forever and it felt right. a little bit bare when i was there but yeah yeah those are big like they're just well done big box store yeah. style things but when i think about like brick and mortar mom and poppy stuff around here mm -hmm. it's almost like the types of venues that I like to go to, mm -hmm. the grittier, the better. Interesting. Like the less the employees care about the appearance of it, the better. I'm thinking well, like, you, okay, like, yeah. What's a good gritty music store? Freedom guitars. Freedom guitars. Where it's just like, we don't even have carpet because we're never going to clean in here. Everything just gets swept under the amps. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. it, this building has been here a hundred years and we've done nothing. Are they still around? I hope so. I imagine that they still are, but I just and never like, go to that part of almost, town. You kind of don't like, I see shops. I see like, you know, Instagrams and stuff of shops and videos of shops right. that look immaculate and look fantastic. The you know your your norms are guitars mm -hmm. and your things like that and you know Mike and Mike's uh, guitar bar always looks amazing in photos and stuff and all that kind of like high 
and like Chicago music yeah. exchange and stuff. Yeah. All that like kind of high gloss, high really production. high production, really well put to together stuff looks great, but it also looks expensive and it looks like I'm not going to find yeah. something weird there. I want to go somewhere gritty and gnarly where it feels like I'm going to find a great deal on a PVT 60 or something mm -hmm. like that. I'm going to see something you know, that's half broken and I'm going to adopt it. You know what I feel like you're describing though? I think that they figured out the internet a little sooner than everyone else. It's moonlight music. Locally? Yeah. Last the, the last bunch of times I've been in there, their inventory has been kind of sucky. I haven't been into moonlight music in like 20 years. Caveman is a great one. Well, up in LA, I've never uh, been there. I went there because uh, Dinosaur Ghost played a show up there, I want to say eight years ago. And uh, I, we stopped into Caveman because uh, we got lunch next to it. Oh, cool. It was so cool. Uh, Caveman was so cool. You know where we where we should check out? I should take a long lunch someday and we should go to um, Imperial Vintage Guitars. They have a spot in Claremont. Yeah, we yeah. We need to check that place out. I do need to check that out. The vibes of Imperial Vintage remind me of, in terms of like, I mean, they're in, they're very like, the pictures I think are kind of like very office complexy. Right, like but it's not gray done, gray. it's not done up to be like like hip or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but what it kind of reminds me of it, and this is a thing that I appreciated about it was uh, Buffalo Brothers. Yeah, Buffalo Brothers was kind of like a guitar store in a barn. Yeah, but what I, what, I, what I liked about that place versus a lot of other guitar stores is you kind of went in and you had like maybe one or two of every model and at least for electric guitars they didn't have like a ton of models so. It wasn't like you'd go in and it was just like wall. It was wall to wall guitars, but they were all like three or four feet apart. Right, right. And so you didn't just feel like, oh my gosh, what, what do I want to pick? Like you had a lot of room, and that they, was a great place for being ignored by the staff. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't talk to you. Ever. They had, they had cool vintage stuff in there. They had high end. They had you know three, four thousand dollar Gibsons. Their acoustic rooms guitars. Oh, their were acoustic nuts. Rooms were, wild i like i didn't know guitars like that existed yeah. and they just had them up there they had like red ropes keeping you from yeah. getting to them and stuff and all the folk instruments that they had there like yeah it, it, that that was a sad store to, to lose when i think closed they down. i think for a while they had the um the millionth martin at that at buffalo wow. brothers for a while our buddy uh jody at cosonic apparently he uh he's moved over closer to that area to Palomar. that's another sh shop that we really need to like take a yeah. lunch break and go check out and and like i haven't been that's there a place years, where apparently he's in a new location now and i haven't been yeah yeah that the, would be the a guy cool place sold, to just go in with a camera and be like yo what's up the guy i sold uh my gibson to yeah uh, uh two weeks back mm-hmm he builds uh, like parts tellies that are like aged and stuff like that. And he sells them to Jody. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he was, he was asking me like, is it okay if we do Venmo? I was like, well, because we both know Jody and I'd probably be able to find <laughs> you if things went sideways. Okay. But normally for Craigslist, I want to do cash. I mean, Venmo, once it's, once the I know, transfer I know. happens, you're done. I still feel nervous about it. Mm. You know, I know. Um, but Buffalo brothers, I think was like the ideal all around music store. It was a little bit too nice for me. Like he's, you, I never found a deal there. Sure. You know, sure. It, it is like, if you want to go find a vintage Rickenbacker, Buffalo brothers was a great yeah. Yeah. Uh, place to check out. If you want to find uh, like a really like high end acoustic guitar or a Dobro or something like that, Buffalo brothers all the way. It's a, it was mm -hmm. a great mm -hmm. window shopping shop, you know? But I like I like the gritty gnarly places. Like I was thinking, yeah. like in terms of like repair shops, mm -hmm. you think about what's there, like. I'm not going to go to Guitar Center for a repair shop. I totally no. I totally go to to Pitbull because our buddy Sean no, is there. Of course, there. yeah, Sean's and that's there. that's a really nice operation. But I know the guy and I know that he's yeah. doing good work. I need to take my PV the PVT20 down there because it's got a couple rusted screws in it that yeah. I I cannot. They've stripped out, but I'm sure he can fix it. Oh, totally. But like. Mo's guitars. Yeah. It's it's a mom and pop shop with mm -hmm. you know the mm -hmm. um, with the rails for just you know like the, just the standard yeah guitar wall hardware. It's not themed. It's not fancy. Like it's it just feels very gritty and honest. It's not mm -hmm. trying to be hipster or anything like that. Mo's guitars has an excellent repair shop. They have excellent guitars or they have excellent staff. Uh, then like the repair zone, which is an amp and guitar repair shop. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. you go in there. And it's like a, it's like the grittiest little office 
hole in the wall building. Right. The entire like lobby area is just stacked deep with amps that are waiting to be repaired. Really? Yeah. I've never been into the repair zone. And there's just two guys that sit in there and repair stuff yeah. all day. And there's nothing fancy. There's nothing decorated about the mm-hmm. building. There's no like particular vibes about it. But it's like this stuff just gets done here. How was I like the honesty of it? How was Top Gear the last time you went there? The same as it is every time I go there. <laughs> just like a desk. No, it's it is literally a desk, and and it doesn't you can, e- it doesn't even seem like it should be a workshop. And it, that's actually interesting. No, but they have it. They have a back room, and you can look into it. And like, oh, they work on the stuff yeah. back there. They have the front desk. It's all paper receipts that they hand yep. write. They don't even yep. have a computer. <laughs> they barely. I don't even know if they answer the phone really. <laughs> I've called. I've talked to them on the phone. Oh, okay. They answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try a few times, but they did pick up but eventually. I've, I've gotten great repairs done there. Yeah. And like they're nice guys. Like I wouldn't trust Guitar Center to do what they do. Yeah. I think it's tough. I think it's tough in the internet age. Like a lot of stores want to compete. You end up like kind of with um, you know, these spaces that are trying to do a specific thing. They're trying to like emulate a certain vibe and and so you know i, I you know i keep bringing up buffalo brothers buffalo brothers Rest maybe if maybe if they were still around they would be trying to do the full folksy midwestern thing and it would just be like oh you guys are trying too hard i think they're but, likely a they look i remember their website they are a store that should have been pushing into the digital age and they missed that mm-hmm. train Fair. They they no, could, that's fair. they had enough space that they could have been uh, San Diego's Norms or Carter's right. or something like that. They yeah. could have had a digital face. They could have had a social media presence that would have made them a destination, not just in person mm-hmm. but online. I know at one point they said that they were, if not at least in the top five, if not number one, acoustic instrument retailer oh, I believe in it. the United States. Because they sold so many like fiddles and banjos and right, everything right. else, and on top of like high end, very high end, like for folk instruments, guitars. they were yeah. absolutely a destination. Uh, yeah. but yeah, um, you know, I think about like you said, like a lot of these shops that you see, you know, photos of uh, that are trying to be social media friendly, that are kind of doing. They've set up a little recording space that's very. Uh, folky hipster friendly um it's we like, just don't really have that in san diego i guess we don't have it so i can't really judge it but when i see photos of places like that i like i get like tesla store vibes mm. where it's like all right i'm gonna go in there and yeah i'm gonna get to play a fano or or whatever but you know like I'm not going to be able to afford anything in well, there. So there's a couple other places that maybe like, how would you rate? I'm going to say two stores. Cause I think I'm, I know you've been to both of them. Okay. Uh, how, where would you rate these two stores in this kind of, I know we haven't been giving numbers, but in terms of like just the general vibe, uh, the two stores are Fanny's and Carter vintage. How would you f- fit these in those two in there? Well, Fanny's was like a little, like a boutique, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they sell guitars, but they also sell shirts and like mm, there's like okay. a, there's like a thrift store element to it. Uh, where Carter's is, Carter's is was a lot like uh, Buffalo Brothers. Oh, okay, very similar. Uh, maybe uh, uh, more focus on electric guitars, right? But it definitely had that vibe, and so it felt a little bit like going home in a way. You know? Oh, cool. Yeah, Carter's was was great. Yeah, absolutely. End of story. That's all I have. Let's uh, let's go to the last ad. I still need to go to Guitars West in Murrieta, California. Yeah, you do need it. You need to get. You need to take a selfie with that double neck guitar. <sighs> oh, that would be great. I'm glad you haven't gone yet, so that you can do that now. Yeah, I never would have thought of it. Uh, oh, th- I'm opening the wrong device. Or are you being sarcastic? <laughs> or would you have actually never thought of it? I would not. I don't think I would have. I think I would have. I think I would have taken a picture of it. Ah. I would not have thought like I should take a picture with it. You should take a picture with the owner. You're holding one side and he's holding the other. Oh my gosh. And you're putting them together. You know? Um. This it was sent by Connor McLaughlin. And you should take a selfie with the the shrine that they have built to you. <sighs> this this project was made with a special guitarist in mind. Can't get it to him, so it's for sale. It's cut from one piece. 
not meant to be played, but it's possible if landed in the right hands. No. No pun intended. This is in Couchican Valley, British Columbia. We It does not appear to have a price. $300. Bird's eye maple guitar. Way cool. Any, like, what? Looking uh, at the, the body is a piece of, like, burl driftwood or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's very funky. It's got a great big hole in it. It's, 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 it looks like a, the outline of spilled milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it is a pretty piece of wood. It's an attractive piece of burly wood or whatever. Um, I can see what, with that big hole in it, why they, you know, made it into the form of an acoustic guitar, I suppose. Uh, what are you, what are the chances you think of this intonating looking at the frets? That we're working with here, and oh. just how freaking far away the bridge is from the neck. Well, this is this is. I mean, Ryan, obviously, this is a baritone. I mean, look I don't how, think it'll intonate as a baritone. Look Steve. how long this scale is. Also, I've ne- the the headstock is meant to be symmetrical, but it is it is on a it is on a lean. Um, that that they had a dream of this being playable to the point where they tried to support the back of the neck with a piece of wood, like a makeshift truss rod to support it. I suppose this neck is so crooked that the frets almost look fanned. (sighs) The whole thing is, is wonky. And really like I, I see looking at this piece of wood and be like, you know, if you squint just right, I think we got a guitar shape here. Like, and, and, and wrong. you, You have that thought pass through your mind the same way you would look at a cloud and say, Oh, that kind of looks like a dog. It doesn't mean it needs to be a dog. Yeah. You know, and what, this doesn't need to be a you guitar know what this body is. Okay. You know what this body is? What? This guitar body is what you would get. If you showed a like child, like a seven year old, like, well, your kids are it's in, not even your that. kids are in bed, and I don't want to drag them out. And also, I don't want to put kids on camera because it's, right, it's right. not my not my vibe. Um, this is what you would get if you showed a picture of the United States of America to a okay, kid, yeah, yeah. And then you said, "All right, draw the like." Then you take the picture away and you say, "Draw the United States of America." And make sure you draw the Great Lakes. Yeah, but you put a lot of emphasis on. Now, don't forget the Great Lakes. Don't forget there's 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 a huge lake up there. Yeah, this is exactly what they would draw. Like this is this is totally what they would draw. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. And then there's a hole in the middle. Here's the other thing, right? There's a flipping transducer pickup. Is that a transducer or a microphone? I think it's a microphone. It's put in there like a microphone, but it looks like a transducer. So I don't know. I have no problem with whoever found this piece of wood looking at it and say, Hey, that's guitar shaped. They could even take it in a direction as a, as a piece of decoration for a house and be like, we kind of hinted at this could be a guitar shape. Do you get it? Ha ha. The, the line that they crossed was actually trying to make it into a guitar. And that's where things got really, really wrong and really, really sideways really quickly. And it, it is- pushed it into being something that can't even be a decoration because it looks so bad. This is all one piece of wood. Yeah, that's they, that they glued a fretboard to. Yeah, and that that burl wood isn't strong enough to support the tension of strings, so they had to put a metal support on the back of it. Which I mean, I think that was kind of smart. No, what it was a solution. What would have been smart would have been to put a piece of wood in the shape of a neck on the back of it with a truss rod. You know, what would have been smart is just to cut this into, like, five pieces and burn it. No, what would have been smart is to cut off the the neck part of it and uh, turn it into a coffee table or something like that. Or just hang it on the walls like, oh, here's a cool piece of wood and how here's a decoration for your cabin. And "Ah, it's kind of guitar shaped, but not necessarily, you know, like it's a cool piece piece of looking wood and wood like this gets used as decoration all the time. But this is unplayable garbage. Like this, 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 this can't right, be. Re- this, this can't be saved. Hear me out. It can be saved, Ryan. Okay. You've destroyed a piece of nature, and you've made a bad guitar. That's what it, you've accomplished. It can be saved. Okay. The problem is, is I don't know if the, you can find strings long enough. Uh, but this can be saved. It's. I've got uh, five letters for you. With the length of that scale, it might as well be a stand-up bass. I've got five letters for you, Ryan. Okay, lay it on me. 
S. Yeah. Do you know what the word is? S U. L. Oh, S L. I. I. S L I. D. Slide? E. This is a slide guitar. Oh. Put strings on it. Slide guitar. It's a. This is. Uh, you don't need frets. You don't need intonation. You got yourself a slide you guitar. You don't need this acoustic guitar to even have acoustic properties to it because it has a microphone that will pick up the two middle of strings. Yeah. This is not. This is a even, slide guitar. It's not even a good slide guitar, Steve. I didn't say it was a good slide guitar. I'd just say it's a slide I guitar. I don't think the neck is strong enough to support it. But is it strong enough to be your man? I don't know. I don't think anyone should buy this for $300. I think it should be firewood priced. I didn't write down when we started this ad, so it's like we never did it. We never, we have been, we have not even been here doing anything. Like this Ryan. Is, this is a void that we're stuck epi- inside this of. This episode was not good. This is a terrible episode. I'm sorry, guys. Um, sorry, that, sorry that everyone in the audience had to sit through this. Uh, we should probably give all the money back to the Patreons and the sponsors. Um, well, to, I already spent I said probably all, so. we're not going to. Probably implies that I'm aware that of what's bad. happened here, but I still yeah. need the money. All right, you know? Ryan, Adventurous Club. I. Uh, Greco. What was the other one? I don't even remember the first one. Which is probably a bad the, sign. The Zach Wild Gretch. Greco. I like the Greco the best. Yeah, you're right. It's the Greco. Yeah, yeah. Just because the, the the string, how the strings are connected, it was such a mystery. So it still is a mystery. Congratulations, Nicholas Delano. I think he is a two-time entry into a the Adventurers Club now. Uh, Steve will get you the digital virtual gift certificate of your choice printed on head, on printed. I can't even do my joke right. I'm so tired. Printed on heavy virtual cardstock with nice digital gold leaf. Somebody's met. Is that why somebody, when I said like, Hey, uh, uh, yeah, let me know what you want for your digital gift card. They're like, yeah, uh, you can send it on, on heavy digital card stock <laughs> or regular digital card stock will work too. And I was like, what? I don't understand. How, how are you so, so perplexed by this stupid joke that I make? I don't know. I don't re- I guess I don't remember you making the joke. So I, I do just, it every week. I just saw it in the email. I do All it every right. single week, Steve. Um, this actually kind of just happened to line up, but uh, maybe a little later. Uh, but this song this week was from um, was sent in by Ryan Berman, who sent us mm. these pedals. Nice. And where did uh, I put mine? I put it down somewhere. This ba- his band is called Dear Motorist. They are former members of John Telegraph, Company Car, Together We Can Rule the Galaxy, Cervantes, and more. Um, Somewhere there's a video for uh, this song, but I'm not finding it on their Facebook page right now. Uh, They've got a link to Instagram. Uh, Let's see. Uh, They are a San Francisco Bay Area band. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not seeing, I don't know what else to say. Oh, apparently if you would have gone to their show on June 10th at the knockout in San Francisco, California, and you mentioned that you heard about them on 60 cycle hum, you would get a free gift. Interesting. Uh, but that was June 10th. So June 10th is coming around again. So maybe follow, uh, the band, uh, again, this band is called dear motorist. The song is called boats. Fine. Go to one of their other shows and try it. Yeah, maybe I bet it'll, it'll work still out. Work. Yeah, let's play the song.
Excellent track. You liked it? Good job. Think? I'm going to I'm going to talk about this song. Tell, t- tell Steve, tell me all about what, it. What do you what where would you place this song in music history? What's the sound? What sound is this to you? The Roman Empire. The Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh this is super, Think about it all the time. This, oh my gosh, this is a super late 90s. Yeah, totally. Like a uh emo punk song. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, uh not the, not the, not the the complete piece, but I could like connect it to like yeah. at the drive-in it, is or so like it's super rhythmic mood. It super reminded me of a band called Burning Airlines. All right, all right, uh, kind of in that vibe. So, um, yeah, it's super cool. I, I if, but it didn't have that the the emo vocal style that right because it's like the ni- not it's like the ninety it's like the nineties before it right, got right. super nasal totally yeah before everyone's just tried to just be Blink One Eighty Two. Where are you? Right, right. That's why I made that joke earlier. You said, where are you? And I said, eh, I'm so I know, sorry. I don't really respond to Blink-182 uh, jokes, Steve. I only make Blink-182 jokes. I don't make any other Bye, jokes. everybody. Stay grounded. <laughs>